0: You're listening to podcast PXN PlayStation Xbox Nintendo. Let's do this. What's up, guys? Welcome to podcast PXN episode 40. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Prindle, aka Dan is DTM on Twitter, and I am joined by the pride of PlayStation, Sean Babiak and over Discord by the Nintendo aficionado, Sean. Roro, what's going on, guys? (laughs) Yeah, I did say I'm I'm
1: good. I'm doing good. Cool. All I I have to say is, bug snacks.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, that trailer. (laughs) What was yeah. the trailer
2: cringe where the the oh god yes yeah. yeah, so i already put that on my memory yes that oh, was, I'm sorry. That was, Yeah.
0: <laughs> i love when my hand turns into a hamburger yeah <laughs> uh thank you to everyone watching live and participating in the chat just as a reminder we are live each and every way you I almost have wednesday but it's sometimes thursday's week on youtube Just search Podcast PXN and you will find us on there. The topic of the show this week is The Last of Us Part 2 Reviews. Uh, But first, the show always starts with the PXN News of the Week. So let's go ahead and jump right in. The first item on the PXN News of the Week is AT&T is seeking the sale of Warner Brothers Gaming Division... Which includes a lot of great developers. I don't know if you knew that or not, Sean. I haven't heard about it. Yeah, you haven't heard it before. (laughs) Rock Study, you know, there's all kinds of (laughs) stuff. Netherrum Studios. Uh, You got Montreal Studio um, of Warner Brothers. You also have uh, the Lord of the Ring game uh, developer, which is Monolith. A lot of great developers, a lot of great properties. Uh, apparently, EA, Take Two, and Activision are reportedly interested in uh, going after that. I don't know if you guys had heard that or not yet. Uh, no, so we so haven't even discussed it. it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is the first time we've ever Jeez. discussed this. Uh, but w- what do you guys think? Who do you uh, who would who out of those three would you guys think would be the best place for Warner Brothers to sell to? Uh, don't you mean AT and T or AT and T? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Do you watch John Oliver? You don't
2: watch John Oliver? No. I just love how he always calls AT&T business daddy. He like dumps all over AT&T <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, but I would say Take-Two in this instance. Um, obviously they let uh, Rockstar do their thing when it comes to any which granted any developer would at this point with it being as selling as it does. Uh, but I also do hope that it's some first party studio like Sony or Microsoft for Rocksteady itself.
0: I agree. <clears> Rora? <throat>
1: Um, this is a tough one for me to answer. I don't know that well or that much about the business side of the games industry that well. Um, all I know is that whoever does get this, it is going to be a huge get, as we were saying earlier, because of it's not just Rocksteady that's under this banner. They have the Lego games, which sell really well. Yeah. Mortal Kombat and the Harry Potter game that's coming out uh, hopefully soon. And yeah, they've got a Warner Brothers has got a lot underneath their belt. So whoever does get them. It's a good uh, a good buy. See, that's, why, and I I, yeah. that's
2: why I hope no I. That's why I think way. they'll split it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, like you said, Lego. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter. That's so many like licensed big name properties yeah. to just all to one studio. Yeah. I mean, yeah. granted, these three could probably afford to buy it
0: like yeah. that, but that's a hefty amount. And the first thought that I had when I heard this was like Rocksteady. What if Rocksteady made an exclusive uh, DC game for Xbox because Obviously, Sony has Spider Man already that's exclusive to PlayStation. (laughs) If they were able to get Rocksteady and make like a superhero game, that would be kind of their, you know, match, so to speak, for Spider Man. The only issue is warner brother or i'm sorry at&t is not selling the ip rights of like batman and that's that sort of thing they're only selling the studios essentially and their original ip they're doing the uh, disney and lucasfilm
2: approach exactly where disney a long time ago when they acquired lucasfilm and all that stuff they broke up all their conglomerates as far as gaming to essentially just license out to the best game that's what you're getting uh, Idos uh, Montreal that's doing or Crystal Dynamics sorry that's Crystal doing Dynamics, uh, yeah. the Marvel's Avengers game and then you have Insomniac that does like Marvel Spider Man yeah so I I imagine it's gonna be the same exact thing but the individual studios I see them going off in all different directions
0: yeah agreed uh. Yep. Moving on to our next news story, uh Star Wars Squadrons was announced this week, uh, on Monday with a brand new trailer, a reveal trailer, that looked pretty freaking cool, I gotta say. Uh and the new trailer uh kinda showed off like an idea of what the game's gonna be. It was a cinematic trailer, it wasn't actual gameplay, but it kind of gives you an idea of what we're expecting, uh, kind of like that Rogue Squadron type of feel, like a uh, um, you're a pilot essentially taking control of these ships and uh, having dogfights and such. And the interesting thing is, is uh, they talked about uh, how this game is. Uh, going to have a single player story as well as uh, some multiplayer modes as well which is really cool it seems like a full featured game but it's only $40 it's not a full price $60 game and this is being made by EA Motive who helped on Star Wars Battlefront 2 with some of like their story elements and single player stuff in Battlefront 2 which I know a lot of people like some of the characters in there but the the story wasn't you know necessarily as good as it could have been but uh I'm kinda interested uh to see what they can do with this. I don't know. Uh Roro, let's start with you this time and see what your thoughts are on this.
1: Yeah, I, I watched the trailer on the uh Games Fest, uh Summer Games Fest with Jeff Keighley when he was revealing it. Um I was expecting to see gameplay, also, or I was hoping to see him gameplay. I guess I shouldn't really expect it when it comes to these types of things. Yep. Um, Here's looking at you I, Microsoft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I got some more information. Like you were saying, there's it's a first-person dogfighting game. It's apparently set after Rise of the Jedi. Uh, it has single player and multiplayer campaigns. You were just saying that. It has cross-play, apparently, as well. So that's pretty cool. And there's VR support on PC and PS4. So that sounds pretty cool. Um, I, I'd really like to see some gameplay. I'm sure we'll see some tomorrow because the EA Play conference is supposed to be tomorrow. Yep. So hopefully they'll throw off some stuff there um star wars is 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 a little bit weird for me right now um i'm not as a big uh into it as i used to be Mm. um and the ea games i've never really uh fallen in love with with the exception of uh the respawn one recently that one was really good i forget the name of it star wars jedi Um,
0: fallen order yes
1: that one yes Um. So they really turned it around with this one. So I'm hoping it, hoping that uh, they continue with that streak with this one. Um, but a dog fighting game set in Star Wars sounds awesome to me.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, the last solo one that we had dedicated was on the GameCube, if I remember correctly. Um, obviously, I played uh, that and the N64 games, uh, which, by the way, I'm really disappointed that the Lego or the Star Wars Pod Racer game mm-hmm. for the N64 got delayed for a three release this year. Um, so we have no idea when that's coming out anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you guys. I think this would be really cool. I feel like if it's a $40 game, it's probably going to be a shorter experience. Um, I mean, anywhere between maybe 8 and 10 missions. Uh, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near like the the minimal scope that was the Vader Immortal. I think you're going to get a lot more play playthrough out of that. Um, Crossplay obviously makes me think that you're going to see something similar to what you were seeing in Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, this time around, but probably on a bigger scale more or less um i don't know it'd be interesting i mean the only thing is this has not been announced for the next gen correct uh has only been announced Mm -hmm. for current gen and we still don't have any release dates for the consoles um coming out but it's just very curious of new games being announced without saying hey they're coming to the new consoles as well
0: yeah and they did confirm that uh, we will get gameplay tomorrow at the EA Play event, okay. so that that's exciting. But they also, they've kind of been teasing the EA Play event, and apparently EA has w- at least one surprise that hasn't been leaked. Uh, that's what mm-hmm. I saw on Twitter. So that's kind of exciting to see what that's going to be. They're going to say, I'm sorry for Anthem. Well, maybe. That's a surprise. <laughs> I hope that's there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to, I'm just going to let my girlfriend in. She's out the door. I'll be right back. Yeah, yep, you're
0: good, so, uh, yeah, I, I hope that's uh, that's going to be something good, like maybe Dead Space Remaster or something like that. I don't know. I thought I had a dream the other day about that, honestly. Whoa.
2: I just want that. Foretold just, the future. Yeah, I just want that. Or just fix three. Yeah. If you want to re-release three and fix it, I'd be okay with that, too. I agree. <laughs> One of those two options?
0: Yeah. Uh, moving on to our next news story. Uh, Xbox Smart Delivery got a update, actually, uh, a few days ago about physical media being supported. So this is interesting because I had no idea that they were going to do this. I thought this that Smart Delivery was mainly just going to be their uh, digital way of uh, rewarding players for, you know, buying Xbox games and, and being able to play them on next-gen for no additional charge. But actually... Uh, if you buy a physical Xbox One disc, you can still use that physical Xbox One disc to play a Series X version of that game for free, which is super Mm cool. Um and essentially like any game that supports smart delivery would be like that. So cyberpunk supports that. So whenever that port comes out for a uh, series X, you can use your Xbox one to disc to download that version. So it'll of the read game. my PS4 version in the Xbox. Yeah, no, it won't uh, do that. Actually, actually. <laughs> it won't do that. So I just, I thought that was really cool. Uh, kind of a, uh, follow up on the smart delivery piece to kind of give us more information. On yeah. That. I mean,
2: obviously when they're con they're, they're, I guess more presentation comes out uh, like Sony's in July. I'm assuming we're going to see both consoles side by side at that point because Sony wasn't even really rumored to have an all digital edition. Yeah. I mean, Xbox has been since the very beginning rumored of it. So I'm assuming you're going to see that. And I have a feeling, yes, they've talked about it in outlets, but they're probably going to bring it up on their main stage as far as how this whole smart delivery system is going to work.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Um, Roro do you have anything to add to that or are you uh,
1: no i I think it's great'm I'm, I'm really glad, glad uh, that they're doing this I, I've always loved um, I guess this in, I guess in a sense this is backwards compatibility um, but I, I love the customer move uh, being able to just buy it once and have it forever as i, I Nintendo needs to get on this yeah uh oh, this thing for sure they're they're horrible with uh with this and having fans rebuy uh their their games um yeah. but i'm glad to see that sony and microsoft are doing that
2: yeah i, think I bought in super mario brothers 3 at least 10 times mm-hmm.
0: yeah <laughs> it's definitely super Mario. <laughs> yeah consumer friendly moves definitely yes. the play Uh, Moving on, Xbox Series X's dashboard has been announced that, actually not announced, but it's been uh, told by Tom Warren from Windows Central. He got a a, a tip essentially that said that the Xbox Series X dashboard is going to be the same dashboard as the Xbox One has. So uh, this could be kind of taken two different ways. He said that obviously speed and performance improvements are coming with that. Uh, as well as the redesigned store that has been leaked as well Uh, so obviously this is this could be taken one of two ways it could be taken as you know uh, they aren't changing anything so it it may not you know be revolutionary but in my eyes and I know I don't necessarily follow the same uh, agreement as a lot of other people out there but I actually like the Xbox dashboard as it is now. I know there's some people that have problems with it or whatever, but, like, in terms of the guide, the guide, in my opinion, is far better than the PlayStation's guide. I, I get lost in the PlayStation's guide pretty significantly. The Xbox guide is very structured similar, similarly to, like, the 360 blades back in the day where you have the blades going across. That's what I like about the Xbox One Dash right now uh the the home screen i don't really care but honestly i don't care what my home screen looks like because that's 99 percent of the time you're doing your navigation through the guide on xbox and uh that is very different on playstation where you're doing most of your navigation from the home screen whereas the guide is kind of u- less useful for that kind of stuff i
2: just find the dichotomy between you and i so interesting on that and i don't yeah. know Roro, if you feel that same way but yeah when it comes to like me being on the xbox i get so lost i Personally, I don't find it user-friendly. Um, now, that could be could just due to console preference. Right. Um, I guess what I primarily play, minus exclusives, but I would actually be more in favor of the Blades. Uh, I actually like that about the 360. Uh, I thought their menu was better than the PlayStation 3's, but I like how PlayStation 4 is doing it. Um, but uh, it's just... I, I feel like PlayStation 4 just flows so seamlessly into each other um i will say for the longest time the search on the store sucked because you had to like go throughout every letter but now that it's fixed it's a lot easier to find stuff but yeah anymore i would definitely go over the ps4 but the xbox i mean we'll see i mean obviously my plan is to get a series x as well yeah so
1: yeah i'm I'm the same i'm in the same boat as sean i find the xbox uh dashboard a little a little hard for me to to navigate. It's a little clustered for my taste. I and I, I do agree as well. I like the three sixty layout. The blades are are awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I I do prefer the PS four layout right now. And again, as Sean was saying, it might be because I spend most of my time there. I've gotten used to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So
0: quick question for you guys. Do you guys use the PlayStation guide or do you mainly go to like the home screen and navigate that way? How do you guys normally navigate? Generally home screen if I need to. Yeah. Yeah, Me too. which I feel like that's I, I think that's that the, I think that's the difference. So yeah, like when you're using the guide on Xbox, it's essentially using the 360 blade system because it has mm-hmm. the, the tiles back and forth and there's like six sli- there's six slides on each side. But when you're at the home screen on Xbox, it's it's less intuitive because they're just basically boxes, you know, and you have vertical scrolling. So, I, I yeah, could they improve the home screen? Absolutely. Uh, but like I said, I don't even, fu- I don't freaking use the home screen barely at all. Look at it this way, no matter what, none of us said Nintendo Switch has the best home screen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. If there's something that needs a refresh. That is
1: true. That's it, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: moving on, uh, to kind of clean up some stuff from last week from, uh, the PlayStation event, uh, what, what's that?
2: You wanted to include that after.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, actually, you're right, I didn't move that. You know, this is a fluid show, you know? So, speaking of user interfaces, that was a great transition, right? Oh, yeah, you need to do that next. Oh, yeah, I better do that one next. PlayStation 5 user interface has been announced to be a complete overhaul from the PlayStation 4 user interface, so uh, this is very much the opposite of what Microsoft is doing, so uh, I think this will be interesting to see what they do because I think that PS3 to th- PS4, I don't think it was you know a huge leap. They had the cross-media cross, uh, cross media bar or whatever you call that on PS3, and it's very similar on PS4 where you have that left-to-right scrolling uh, to kind of navigate your main tiles, uh, and then you have content up above and below it, which is intuitive in and of itself. But I don't know. What Do you think that... Do you guys think that we're going to see, like, a drastic departure from that for them? I think yes,
2: and I'm not excited for that part. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you're kind of thinking the same thing, Roro, but that's just my gut right now.
1: Um, yeah, I'm always a little worried when it comes to new consoles and the new menus that they they whip up, because it's always... you never know what to, exp- what to expect. I'm hoping it's something that I fall in love with uh, or get used to easy, as long as they don't bring back uh, the PS Vita buttons, I think I'll be fine. However, the, the, you know the, the the scroll. Oh, that, was, that, oh, that could be that so true was,
2: with the DualSense controller. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: That'll be something. But uh, yeah, if it's more of the same and just like a little bit more compact, I'll be fine. But it's exciting and also scary at the same time to see what what they will have us look at for the next however many years. Um, this console,
2: yeah, because didn't yeah. Xbox like
0: redo completely their design after the <laughs> launch of Xbox One? Xbox has re- redone their design like once every two years or something, <laughs> yeah. It's, they changed more than I changed my, and maybe house. that's our uncomfortability
2: of it is just that PlayStation 4 from what I can remember when I first got that mm-hmm. console, it feels like it has not changed in Different. seven years, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's why, and yes thinking about that does make me a little nervous yeah. as far as the e like especially because a lot of people use their gaming devices as media devices too yeah so I mean the ease of which I can get to any of my like Hulu Netflix any of that stuff um, if it's a little bit more cumbersome like I actually feel that Xbox is that might not
0: be a good way to go yeah I agree uh, it'll be interesting to see what design they come up with though uh, now moving on to some cleanup from last go. week. Uh, so, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop, we both we just wanted to clarify that both of those are timed exclusive on PlayStation Five. We learned that uh, the following week. Um, so that's at least uh a good thing i guess for xbox players uh that it's not going to be completely exclusive they didn't announce like timing or or what that's going to look like whether it's you know a month or a year you know destiny content was exclusive for a freaking year for a long time uh which kind of irked me as a xbox guy but yeah so i don't know i i guess it's not uh earth shattering news but kind of a good thing more people get to play so uh next up we have horizon zero dawn roro has been announced for, Or i'm sorry horizon zero dawn this has gone awful roro. i've messed up forbidden everything west. forbidden west yes for, <laughs> for so. forbidden west has been announced for uh, release in 2021 so uh this is really good news obviously because anytime we can get horizon Closer to us the better we are because Horizon Zero Dawn was an absolutely phenomenal game. Uh love that game. Gorilla did a great job and that trailer looked amazing last week. So how I guess how soon do you think we'll get this, Roro? Do you think we'll get it Q one or Q four?
1: Um I think it'll I think it's sooner than we think. I'm I'm hoping that it is. Um I don't think we'll get it like february like we did when it did launch um I, i'm thinking more of a summer sort of thing yeah for 2021
0: yeah that would make sense uh so yeah i'm very excited i think this is good to actually you know put a release date out or year at least out there so that people know mm-hmm. this is coming next year this isn't coming like three years from now or whatever because uh, i think that was one of my concerns we talked about last week was just you know, how many of these games are coming in the next yeah. 12 months? So
1: it'd be crazy if Breath of the Wild uh, 2 releases around the same time again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. <very> <laughs> that, that actually would be funny. And actually, th- the timing would make sense uh, yeah. in terms of like Nintendo always announces something and then says, hey, it's out in a few months. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's possible. Awesome. That would be hilarious if they both came out like, you know, May of next year or something. Yeah. I don't know. Certainly int- interesting. Um, moving on to the next news story, uh, we have The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, uh, which is free on GOG right now if you own it on any platform. So I thought that I threw this in here because I thought this was super interesting. Uh, if you already own the game on any platform Steam, PlayStation Store, Xbox Store, whatever they are giving you a free DRM free version of The Witcher 3 on PC. So, all you have to do is tie your, your account that you purchased the game on uh, to this account, and they will give it to you for free. I think that's an awesome deal. Uh, obviously, it only benefits the gamer. And uh, The Witcher 3 is a, what, four or five year old game at the, oh, I guess more than that, six year old game at this point. Uh, so, I don't think that CD Projekt Red is really going to be losing out much from this. Yeah. Um, And they're just kind of, you know, giving goodwill, essentially, for this. So I think that's a very good thing.
1: I think it's great. More places to play is is always good. Definitely uh, an upgrade as well if you have it on PS4 and you're going to try it on PC. It'd be cool to see the difference there.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And, like, it might even give you an idea of what that game would look like on next gen. Because Mm -hmm. uh, if they do re-release it on next gen, they might make improvements like that. Or even if you just play on next gen uh, natively, you'll have that ability to play 60 frames per second, and uh, you may not have, um, you know, as high quality uh, resolution or, or textures without them updating the game. But uh, I believe there's a 60 frames per second mode on both next gen consoles, on the PS4 Pro and Xbox One uh, X. So. Uh, that would at least give you a more consistent frame rate than current gen, I think. Because I think it does chug a little bit um, on on current gen, but that's good news. Uh, moving on to our next news story, and Sean's being quiet because he has uh, abandoned us to go somewhere. I'm not sure where. Uh, okay. He should be right back, but... Okay. Uh, Let's see. Our next news story: Grounded has a new 30-minute single-player demo for Xbox Insiders. So, Grounded is the new Obsidian game that they announced uh, at I want to say their event in December. Uh, for um, crap, what's that event called? The Xbox X XO 19, XO 20, whatever it is, XO 20 for the year of no. What year are we in? We're in your 2020 right now. So XO19. Yeah. yeah. XO19, they announced this game. Uh, I actually played this uh, a little bit before the podcast started. I downloaded okay. it and started it. Uh, so I'll kind of leave that there until we talk about games we're playing. But, okay. uh, yeah, I think this is cool to kind of give people an early look at what Grounded's going to look like when it finally releases. For
1: sure. This uh, this type of game isn't something that I usually uh, gravitate towards, but the setting is so so cool. Like your little, it's it's just a cool setting that I think I might try it out. But open world survival games or survival games in general, uh, akin to like Ark and The Forest, aren't stuff that I usually uh, gravitate towards. But this looks pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I agree completely. I agree. The setting is definitely the coolest part. Yeah um next we have a new female ratchet and clank character that we already saw in last week's trailer but insomniac kind of casually just dropped this to us and said that she's playable a playable character in ratchet and clank she's brand new and uh we don't really know a whole lot about her yet but i think this is really cool for you know expanding the horizons of what ratchet and clank games can be uh so i think what what do you think Roro? what are your thoughts on this
1: yeah i was i was hoping that this would uh this would be the case um i'm glad that it has been confirmed but my only question is is there a female clank out there or is no. there a female alternate universe Clank? That's a, <laughs> that's that's gonna, a,
0: yeah that's a good that's point. <laughs> point i don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah she's super cute happy that we get to play her i'm uh-huh. um, super excited for this game. Um, but yeah, it'd be cool to, to jump between the two, see if there's any differences uh, in gameplay. Obviously, to see what uh, what are her strengths and weaknesses versus Clank's strengths and or Ratchet's strengths and weaknesses. So it'll be cool to see the like uh, the duality yeah. of, uh, of them. Yeah.
0: Agreed completely. Uh, this uh, this last news story, I think you will get very excited about. Uh, I'm just going on a hunch here. This is just okay. a, this is just a hunch. But a new Pokemon Snap game was announced (laughs) today. So, oh my gosh, I think everyone (laughs) as a kid is freaking out because Pokemon Snap was something that everyone loved on GameCube. Was it GameCube, right? N64. N64, that's right. Uh, But everyone loved that game, and it's making a comeback. What do you think about that, Roro?
1: So, you made a hunch, but uh, I've never played it before. (laughs) Oh, dang it! Yeah. I know that that was a good hunch, though. I would I would I would have guessed the same as well. But I think we talked about this last week with uh, Demon Souls, how they're remaking. We're in an era where they're remaking a lot of stuff, like uh, Shadow of the Colossus. I, I never played until the remake came out. Um, Resident Evil, never played a Resident Evil game until our re- remake came out. So I mean, keep them coming. So there's a lot of games that I miss when I was younger, like Pokemon Snap that I know are super nostalgic to people. Uh, I saw a lot of reactions today. So I can't imagine how they're feeling right now. I'm, I was excited to see it, even though I'd never played it before. But um, I'm I'm happy for everyone who had played it and for me. So I'm going to finally experience it and probably its best form. So keep um keep these remakes coming. Yeah, Snap
2: was my jam. First yeah. off, it was your only console Pokemon game that you could get because everything else is yeah. either handheld. Yeah. Um, but I remember like this would like be like leading up to like the nights of doing like connecting all your N64s together and everything and playing, um, like slappers on 007 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You'd play this game to warm up and try to find everything you can. Cause there's a, there's 151 to find if I remember right or no 152 cause they put Mew in there. Um, so like you had to do so many odd things to do that uh even though, ditto.
0: you had to do something crazy. yeah
2: well even to get a like you could unlock muse level but even to get a picture of him you had to do something like we had a this is before the internet so you pretty much had to find out from friends <laughs> yeah like on how exactly to get the picture for him but i just remember like it was such a fun thing to see like what you could do i mean I don't think it looks the best still. I mean, it is on a Switch, so I understand. Technically, older console, whatever. Um, I do always like what they do with the art design. The water looks pretty. Um, mm-hmm. Just the Pokemon, I, I don't know. I, I'm in. I think Detective Pikachu kind of ruins what Pokemon could be
0: yeah.
2: um, because that movie, I think, gave a really good realistic vision of them, and that's kind of where I wish it would kind of go towards instead of this anime stuff. But I do also understand how that's the series. Yeah. But, I mean, this is exciting for, I think, not just Pokemon fans, but, like, just people that nostalgia, or even, like you said, people that missed out on this type of franchise
0: before. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that Pokemon game that is like a third-person uh, adventure game where you have like a wide-open world that you can explore and like catch Pokemon and like I just feel like that that's, that's such a missed opportunity huh
2: that's pokemon you just described the game of pokemon no, but you're playing like
0: you get what i'm saying you're playing like from a top-down <laughs> perspective you're not actually like you're not experiencing it from the character's perspective as much the because new, you're kind of the new ones away. the new ones aren't as top-down as you think they are yeah i mean they still are they're 3d but they're not they're not you're not playing it as if you're like in the shoes of them you're, you're more watching. i'd be
2: okay if pokemon rumble came back Like, from the N64. So, they had this generation on the... Well, they re-released it on the Switch. It was for the Wii U. Mm -hmm. But the Pokken Tournament, which is, like, you actually played as Pokemon, and you you fought as them and stuff like that, but it was only a handful of them. Oh, Rumble was in the arena, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, and Rumble, you could actually bring, like, your Charizard from your Game Boy with an adapter into, like, the N64 game. So, like, I would really like some sort of adaptation for people with... I, I guess the, from the Sword and Shield Pokemon again, this is never a series that really grabbed me too much. I was never in the craze, but I do find their mechanics very interesting and very user friendly too. Mm.
0: Agreed. Uh, I know there was a couple other Pokemon games they announced today too. They're really oh, my smile. Yeah, they were kind of. They were kind of. Is that alike. the toothbrush thing? Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. How <laughs> do left field? Like who? What? a toothbrush game. I guess kids might play it. Uh, yeah. Where are they based? The Pokemon company. They're based in Japan. And Japan yes, makes know. some odd games, bro. Weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the other one I think was like a mobile uh, like puzzle type game. That's on uh, mobile, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's
1: on the Switch too. It's coming. It's going to be free to free to start is what they said.
2: Oh. So. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. with that language. They've they've yeah. done that like twice now uh, with free to start. Free to start. Because that's how, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Mario Kart Tour is. It's free to start. Free to start. And if you want he... that $5 pass every month, though. I haven't played you that game for like four want. months, by the way.
0: Oh. I haven't played it in so long. I played it like the week it came out and then never played it again. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's uh, that's our news stories this week. Uh, moving on to the games we are playing. I am playing still my Master Chief Collection Legendary Solo Run. Jesus. I have completed a lot since last time. I completed Halo 2, completed Halo 3, and I've started Halo 4. I'm about four mission, five missions into Halo 4 already. So, I'm, I'm rolling on this Legendary solo run. And let me just say, Halo 4 is far easier than Halo 2 and Halo CE. My goodness, it's so easy on Legendary. Halo CE on Legendary is hard. ungodly. Yes. and 2 as well. 2 is as well with the freaking sniper jackals that find you instant is hard At least when I played on the Xbox. Yeah, go back and play, because you those
2: sniper jackals are annoying. You oh. have no idea these next two months with the releases are terrible for PlayStation people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Last of Us this week. Uh, next week is uh, sorry, two weeks from then is uh, Iron Man VR, then
0: two weeks after that is Ghost of Tsushima. True. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, uh, boy. The other game I am playing is we kind of I can't kind of hinted at this in the uh, t- uh, news stories this week, but Grounded. We played. I played a little bit. Sean watched uh, right before the podcast started, and it is it's interesting. Uh, I, I'd say the most interesting part about it is the world uh, as kind of we hinted at, Roro. Uh, The world is very interesting. It's a, you know, obviously you're playing a miniaturized version of yourself and you're kind of exploring this uh, gigantic, you know, It's a sadistic Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It is, yeah. (laughs) But it definitely, it's very much a survival game. It feels like, it feels like almost like a Minecraft-esque game, except, you know, in the form of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And I was saying it gave me more of a Don't starve vibe. Yeah. It's (laughs) definitely... It's it's definitely a game that if you like survival games you might like it. Uh, I probably I might dabble in it a little bit, but it's not going to be something that I'll want to necessarily go back to. Obviously, this is this is a, from a smaller team at Obsidian. I think it's like ten people at most that are working on this. So uh, this is just one of their smaller projects. They have two large teams working on projects. Uh, one made Outer Worlds. The other one presumably we'll be showing something next month uh so i I think it's interesting so roro what about you what are you playing
1: um right now i have been playing a lot of destiny the season season 11 just started last week uh season of the arrivals and they're you know readying us for the fall release of uh, the new expansion so i've been playing a lot of that uh getting ready for the expansion. They they released a new public event called Contact, which is kind of teasing us uh, with the pyramid ships that they've been teasing for God knows how long. And it's finally happening in September. So, Destiny fans are pretty excited right now. Uh, it's definitely in a better place than it was last season. So, I hope the momentum continues with whatever they're releasing this season. We have Moments of Triumph come, coming up uh, at the end in June, I believe. But we still have a ways to go to September. So, We'll see if I fall off, but I'm, I'm having some fun again in Destiny, so I'm, I'm enjoying myself.
0: That's sweet. Yeah. Uh,
2: so I'm still on Days Gone. Uh, really loving the open world still. Like it is getting more and more stressful as I go deeper and deeper. Um, I talked about last week, I did battle my first swarm and I left. Well, I actually tried or hoard. I actually tried to go head on with the Horde because I did finally get a machine gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I lasted two minutes, Road give or take. <laughs> uh, I got Silver so Ran. Um, I will say, to the credit of the original PlayStation, because that's what I have a launch, mm-hmm. um, to handle the amount that Days Gone is throwing at you with those amount of characters, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, no mm-hmm. chugging or anything like that. Uh, I completely still understand all the review scores. The story is just asinine, it doesn't make any sense how things keep like falling into place and everything. Uh, Some of the characters just randomly like, oh yeah, I had a mission for you. Remember this thing that we talked about? That There was no exposition ever given. So it's like, I don't remember. I have no idea who these characters are. What are you trying to tell me? Um, But I I think the game was made more for its open world than anything. Um, And really, it's just making me excited for Friday uh, to get what we're about to talk, especially these two games were compared for so long. Um oh, they in do not compare in, in well, terms of gameplay. Obviously, but they were so like, why would Sony do two first party zombie games? Yeah. Um yeah. and let's be honest, okay, Ben says that it's not zombies, they're freakers. And if I hear that, <laughs> my i go- I'm going to lose it. I swear to God. It's totally totally different. Different. Stop calling it a freaker. Yeah. Um I will say, though, I do like the mechanic of the bike, and I understand that it looks like we're going to be riding a horse in Last of Us 2, but the bike is so nice to have, minus the stress level of gas, because you do understand how much it eats, eats gas. But, yeah, I'm probably just going to play it until Friday, and then I'll I'm more than likely be done. Cool. I,
1: was, I was honestly on the fence of, of, of getting it, too, because I saw that it was on sale.
2: Yeah, so the I days like, hmm, of play. Maybe
1: I'll, yeah, maybe I'll pick it up, but uh, I think I'll keep... I'll just keep waiting until Friday because I, I was in the same boat. I was like, I, I really want to play like a, a zombie game right now. Days Gone, I still haven't played it yet, but I, I'll, I'll wait.
2: Yeah, I just figured, yeah. I mean, that's the best sale I've seen in a while. Yeah. Because um, really yeah. I picked up that Medieval and the second Doom game, but I haven't played mm-hmm. the second Doom game yet. Oh, that's good. Oh, so, yeah. I know, but I Maybe I I'll mean, get that instead. Last of Us 2 is just going to encapsulate me for like the, the weekend and then I'll be done so that I can start it after that. Just the weekend? That's all it took me the last time. Well, well. Dude, when you start that, you want to finish that. Yeah, until
0: you see that. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Jesus. Games we are playing uh, is done. Is done. <laughs> we're we're moving, we're moving. We're moving on to the topic of the show this week, which is The Last of Us Part 2 reviews. So, obviously, The Last of Us Part 2 comes out on Friday. We have gotten a lot of reviews. There's tons of perfect reviews that have come through, including IGN and Game Informer that gave perfect reviews. Uh, I just want to preface this by saying, I'm not surprised that it's reviewing well when I've been talking crap about it the entire time, because I think the gameplay and the you know, mechanics of of The Last of Us. I think it's going to look beautiful. It's going to play amazing. And it's going to be such a fantastic uh, gameplay experience. But my issue always came back to the story. And Did you spoil it for yourself like an idiot? To be fair, my friend spoiled it for me. And he's, <laughs> he's literally, like, the biggest Last of Us fan that I know. And I, when he told me that the story ruined... Uh, when he had it ruined for him by someone on Twitter, he said that that pretty, that literally ruined the game for him in terms of what they're doing with the story, not necessarily the it being spoiled. And he he's like, man, I I'm not even buying this. So at that point, I was like, uh, all right, you got to tell me what this is because I may not want to buy it. And he had a Ellie edition pre-ordered. I had a collector's edition pre-ordered. That shows how big of a fans we are. And when he told me that, I was like, all right, I have to stew on this a little bit. And then I said, what, uh, two weeks ago, last week, that I ended up canceling it. But I don't know, man. I just, I think it's going to be very divisive in terms of the story. Um, and I think it's going to be, div- I think it's, there's two There's two angles to why it's going to be divisive. The one I don't necessarily agree with at being divisive because of that reason. I'm not going to go into that in terms of story. But the other reason, in my opinion, is very warranted because, uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to
2: say. See, I don't know why you do this to yourself. man. uh, (laughs) I just want to experience it fresh. That's why I've been on Blackout. I saw my first trailer for it yesterday. It was the first time I saw a trailer. uh just because i knew no matter what i was getting it so but the- i am just stoked um it looks like yeah. you're playing ellie most of the time if not all the time um i know some reviews alluded to maybe another playable character probably joel i guess um and i did not see her in the water on a board that makes it even better makes it worth it she's learned how to swim after how many years Yep. <laughs> So, I, I am just super excited. I didn't really care as far as the scores. I know you're talking about divisiveness. Yeah. I mean, I personally don't think it gets more divisive than Death Stranding, um, because literally it was either people loved it or hated it. There was no in-between. Yeah. Um, and I trust Naughty Dog with a story, regardless. Um, I love... There, it's hard to remember, but in 2013, a lot of people were not happy about Joel's ending, um, like how he that. ended it i did too i appreciated how they did that i wish they would have ended it <laughs> but again people were not happy with how they did it because they thought they were playing a good person and you're not playing a good person you're playing somebody that's surviving that's selfish in the apocalypse yep
1: yeah i i i've seen what daniel talked about i think i don't think i've seen everything that has that has been out there um I, I'm still super excited for for Friday. I've seen a lot of people who've seen those leaks, who have now played the game, say that play the game still, and that that context really does does matter, um, and that I right, we'll see. I right, the, the the what I'm trying to get is that I'm going to play on Friday, make up my own mind about it. I've been excited since they announced it back in 2016, I think. Um, but in terms of the reviews. We've seen a lot of 10s out of 10s, but my favorite reviews have been the ones that have been a little bit more critical of it, like Skill Ups review. He was like, hit the, literally the thumbnail of his video was like, I did not enjoy this at all. And it was like, okay, let me <laughs> watch this video and see what he thought about it. And he brought us some really good points. And some of, some of the points that he brought up were actually things that I find positives. So it's interesting how we all see this game and he's like, ah, this is going to be, the story's not going to be good or... The gameplay is not going to be good, but someone someone else like me could say the story is freaking amazing and the gameplay I, I love the gameplay. But and Callie Plagge's review as well, she gave it an eight out of ten, which is is crazy to think that's a, a quote unquote negative review for this game. Yeah, because it's it's getting tens everywhere else and eight out of tens like you, you you think that that's that's quote unquote bad, but that's still a great score. Mm-hmm. But her review and Skillups review have been some of my favorites that have come out of it, even though they were more negative on it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I'm still super excited for um this game, regardless of the leaks and a lot of the backlash that it's getting, even though it's not out yet. But
0: yeah. yeah. You know, maybe maybe I'm way off base from this whole thing. I have a
2: physical edition, so you can borrow it. When
0: you guys play it, you guys can confirm with me. We can have, like, a little spoiler cast, and I can kind of confirm the things that I know or have seen and just make sure that that's what happened. Because the thing is, I would have, knowing the things that I know, I would have been upset, like, very upset Mm -hmm. if I had bought the game and then experienced what they give you. I would have been frustrated with what 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 it what they did to certain things in that game and um, again being very vague trying not to spoil anything but uh, that's the whole reason why I trust you know I trust in what people were telling me in terms of the leak but we also have to see what the game actually ends up being so, I will also trust what you guys are telling me after you guys actually experience
2: it. Well, and I'm just like thinking of like my first experiences into Last of Us. Like I can, I can remember when you get to that suburban setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I can't remember what the guy character's name is, but like Joel knows him from previous dealings. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and like uh, they were like you're just sneaking throughout that entire suburbia, and it is very stressful because there there's clickers there's humans too towards the end and i just remember like going weaving in and out of backyards crafting on the fly and that's what i'm kind of looking forward to as ellie is yeah. like how am i going to get through this situation and adapt to it and from that one trailer i watched don't fuck with ellie jesus <laughs> <laughs> jesus yeah
1: yeah I'm so I, like I'm I'm somebody who obviously enjoyed The Last of Us for its story. I also really enjoyed the gameplay of it too. I know that's one of the most divisive things about the original game. People are like, "Oh, I love the story, but I the gameplay sucks." I loved both, so I'm really excited to at least enjoy the gameplay of this one. If for some reason I don't like the story, I'll still have a fun time playing it because I it's definitely an improvement on the original in terms of the crafting and the weapons that you can use and the and, I, and everything so
0: and i think that is important i think that's an important thing to note is the gameplay is going to be phenomenal i think uh based on what we've seen and and obviously the game's beautiful and like just like what you said the mechanics have just been improved dramatically as as far as like you know interactions with the clickers and i'm sure humans as well uh more sophisticated ai i just I feel like the gameplay is going to be very good, which is one reason why I'm thinking in the back of my head, like, should I be getting this? And just for the gameplay alone, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that, you know, because I I just see, I look back on The Last of Us so fondly. It is one of my favorite PlayStation games of all time. And I just Ah. think about how much, like you said, Roro, I enjoyed the gameplay. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed all of it. And I just don't know... I don't know if it would do that justice by playing something that wouldn't satisfy me on all of those fronts, I guess, for The Last of Us. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm going to make you borrow it. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. I don't have to play it. You You do. You do, actually. I could throw it in the garbage. Legally. There's millions of people watching every day. Send an angry email to Neil Druckmann. Say, what did you do? But, uh... (laughs) Anyways, we'll see on Friday. Uh, we'll probably have, you know, you guys will have impressions, I'm sure, next week on next week's episode. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, we are counting down the days uh, to the July Xbox event. It better come soon, because I need Halo Infinite gameplay, please. I, I want
2: to be clear. You said we. That, that wasn't a Wii on that one. No,
0: remember, Roro? Mm. You talked about this for hours last week, remember? <laughs> you know i, 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 I yeah was and, that in the missing and audio no, yeah there's no <laughs> audio to prove it otherwise <laughs> there's no audio to prove you're right yeah, well anyways <laughs> uh that needs to come soon so thank you guys everyone for watching live uh just a remind, reminder again we're live each and every week usually on wednesdays i believe next week as long as you guys are good we'll probably be wednesday again yeah um because I think there is an event uh, next Thursday for Cyberpunk, but uh, you know, I feel like we could hold that for next week because we have other things we could talk about next week, including uh, the EA Play event that's happening tomorrow night. Uh, that happens 7 p.m. tomorrow night, our time. So uh, keep your eyes out for that. Thank you, Roro. Thank you, Sean. Uh, much love, and keep on gaming. Deuces.